What if you've been asked to do a Matterport scan of a construction site that has no lights and no power, or a large space and your iPad will not last for a full charge, or a warehouse and you wanna speed up the shot and reduce hand fatigue from holding an iPad? Stay tuned. Hi all, I'm Dan Smegrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, May 12th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. Top 10 gear and accessories for Matterport Pros. And here to visit with us on this topic is Kevin Dole and Eric Dole. Hey, Kevin, good to see you again. Hi, Dan. Hey, Eric, good to see you again. Hello. Uh, Kevin Dole is a virtual services consultant and creator, and Eric is a uh, photographer for Home3D.us. And uh, coincidentally, you can find home3d.us on the web at home3d.us. Wow, that was that was a, that was an awesome thought naming your company there, Kevin. Yeah, like to keep it simple. Simple. So before we jump into top ten gear and accessories for Matterport Pros, Kevin, how about telling us about home3d.us? <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm uh, I've been. Uh, a lifelong uh, photographer in various ways, anything that's got uh, film or nowadays digital sensors and lenses and so forth, uh, I'm into it. I, I love following the trends and so forth. I spent 30 years as a television commercial director. Uh, a lot of it was uh, focused on special effects. Uh, and uh, then my later, my latter years, I did lots of kids advertising. I did uh, I, commercials for toys, uh, Mattel, Hasbro, Lego, Connects, uh, all those kinds of things. Mostly boys' toys, um, as opposed to the Barbies and things like that. Um, about 15 years ago, I think I, I kind of aged out uh, of that business, which is a normal sort of thing in that industry because it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, most of the ad agency people are in their 20s and 30s. Uh, and I turned about 10 years ago to uh, shooting for real estate, both uh, HDR photography, as well as uh, creating videos, since I've been making videos all my life. Um, and when uh, about six years ago, uh, I found I discovered Matterport, didn't know about it before then and got a camera and started uh, doing scans and 3D models. Um, we now have uh, five Matterport cameras. Uh, there's three of us on, on the team, myself, Eric, who's uh, joined me in the last couple of years, uh, and another gentleman named Gray Becker, who also is a Matterport scanner and also in his own right, a lifelong photographer. And he's taken interest in this and virtual tours. Uh, a lot of what we do is Matterport. I'd say probably about half of our business is traditional Matterport, uh, particularly for high-end homes, uh, Calabasas, Thousand Oaks, Malibu, California. Um, and, uh, and about, 50% of our business is a combination of commercial work. We've done, we've done a dozen Best Buy stores. We've done Equinox health, health, uh, you know, uh, health clubs and um, Petco stores and lots of big things. You know, those, oh, a lot of auto dealerships too. Those can be get pushing 100,000 square feet. Most of what we do is with the Matterport Pro 2 camera. We occasionally use the BLK. We've never bought one yet because uh, there just hasn't been enough work. But uh, fortunately in Los Angeles, it's a big enough market that there's several sources from which I can rent a BLK when I need it. That's the uh, no, like a BLK 360. Yeah, the BLK 360, exactly. Um, 
so uh, that's pretty much what we do. We've also got in the last two years, uh, a, a big growth area has been doing uh, 3D Vista, uh, what we refer to as hybrid tours, where we like, for example, uh, Oriana uh, tour.com is a site for a, um, a winery vineyard in Central California. Uh, they have a thousand acres. It's a large ranch. They have a huge winery, uh, barrel buildings where they age the wine, uh, six guest houses spread around the acreage and big vineyards and so forth. And we capture all that with aerial and ground panoramas, uh, combine it all in uh, 3D Vista, along with, in this case, 12 different Matterport models of the different uh, buildings and uh, create a virtual tour that ex really expresses and allows people to explore the entire thousand acres. Um, so, uh, you know, and are you doing these, uh, is home3d.us doing these 3D Vista tours for your company as well as other uh, photographers across the United States? As, as well as others, yes. Uh, we've uh, another active uh, WGAN uh, uh, photographer, uh, Matterport creator, Ross Zanzucci in Grays Lake, uh, Illinois, uh, not far from where I grew up, um, has over the past I don't know, five years or more, made a, 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 a very elaborate uh, 360 tour tour of Grays Lake, uh, the village of Grays Lake with, with uh, I think at this point, there's about 60 different businesses that are represented by Matterports. And he came to us uh, about a year and a half ago and said, I'm kind of at my limit what I can do with 360 tours. So I want to convert this over to uh, 3D Vista, which we did for him. And actually, we're going back to work on it and add some more features uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've also done things. We've done things for a number of uh, Idaho, Pennsylvania, Virginia. In, uh, in fact, let, let me do this because yeah. you've been on WGA and TV Live at Five a number of times. Is refer our viewers, our listeners, to previous shows where you do deep dive in 3D Vista best practices examples. Uh, Ross Ansucci has been on WGA and TV Live at Five talking about his awesome uh, project. And, uh, and uh, uh, I think what I want to do is I want to jump into today's show, but just kind of tee it up that, uh, that it, today's show is in, in, inspired by two of your posts um, in the We Get Around Network forum, great rechargeable 360 lights for Matterport Pro 2 or Theta ZX scanners and best iPad Pro battery uh, that you found for large Matterport Pro 2 scans. Uh, so that was really the impetus. I was so what else, what other gear and accessories are you using? And, and, and just for context for our viewers, um, Eric has done an awesome previous show, uh, WGA and TV Live at Five, 25 plus tips for scanning large spaces with a Matterport Pro 2. And Eric, you and I had started to talk about some of the, the gear. So it seemed like it would be great to do a show focused on gear. And, uh, and I know, Kevin, you did a previous WGA and TV Live at Five on advanced outdoor Matterport scanning techniques. And, and that incorporates some of the, the gear that I think you're, you're going to talk about today. So uh, today again, today's topic, top 10 gear and accessories for Matterport pros. 
uh, Kevin sent me a list that it turned out uh, we couldn't limit it to 10. He came up with 15 and I'm going to round it up and make it 20. And I could even imagine while we're talking, they'll even be more than that. And so since I, I do have your, your list that uh, from you and Eric, uh, why don't I just kind of introduce the item, the name of the item and uh, the URL where people can find it and then tell sure. us about it. Okay. So yeah. the, the first item on uh, your list, Eric's list is, uh, is a Manfrotto four section tripod, the tiny URL to find that in Amazon, wgan.info forward slash one. That's the number one. Kevin, yeah. Eric? And, and let, let me credit where credit is due. I learned about this tripod from you, Dan, because you've talked about it before as a uh, piece of gear. I've used a lot of different tripods since we've been doing Matterport, and this is the most useful one, I find, uh, because it has four sections. So it collapses smaller when you're not using it. And with the four sections, it's very easy to make little adjustments. For example, if this was the height being used for shooting a, an entire house, when you get to the stairway, of course, you got to start adjusting legs because uh, you, know, you, you can't have it on wheels at that point and, and you get it off. And by having many different ways to adjust, it's easy to put it on a stair, just open one of the extensions that you're not already using, making one of them a little bit longer and right, there you go like so, and it's very easy to level it up quickly. Um, we'll get to other leveling tricks uh, as we go, but this has been a, a fabulous uh, uh, tripod. So we're all equipped with them, all three of us, uh, Eric and I and Gray. Um, and uh, it's, it's been a really fine piece of gear. Kevin, Eric, anything else that you like about that particular tripod? Well, personally, something I wanna point out is the fact that it has these rubber grips here. Because there's a lot of times when you know you gotta carry the camera from a longer distance, other than, uh, other than just moving between skin points, or carrying it carrying it over like rough concrete or something, um, and just being able to carry it with these two handles right here, uh, is more comfortable, yeah, much more. And also you just have a firm grip, and you know, or you can even carry it like this or like. Anywhere is comfortable. You, you know, you, you're not gonna. You feel like you're not gonna drop anything. It also has a center column that goes up a little shy of a foot. And for example, when I'm doing a house, oftentimes I'll uh, find myself in the kitchen where maybe the counters or a center island is taller than uh, the height that I think is best viewpoint for most of the house. But I need to get up higher so that uh, so that the uh, the dollhouse will fill in solid on those countertops because they're shiny. They're you need to get, you need to, you can't shoot them like this on the Matterport. You need to get down so that you can scan down. And so this is an easy way to get additional height for counters and bathroom, you know, whatever it requires a higher view without having to change the legs. And so the legs, you can drop it right back down and you're ready to go. Uh, I, I would add one other reason that I like this particular tripod with the, the four sections versus the three sections. Uh, is that it fits into a roller board going on an airplane. Uh, and uh, when we all start flying again and we have an opportunity to, 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 to travel, um, 
that that was an important feature for me was just being able to uh, take it with me on luggage, uh, and not not to, to to check my gear. You know, I think as we go through the list, Kevin, I'm I'm going to also just mention what to, uh, nearly everything is is priced out uh, on Amazon. All these links. So uh, Thursday, May twelfth, twenty twenty two. Today's price, Amazon, two hundred seventy four dollars. Uh, so prices may vary, but at least as we go through the list, you'll have some sense of, of, of pricing. Eric, was there something else you wanted to say about this tripod? Um, I think we pretty much covered all okay. uh, Item number two, the uh, a, a tripod dolly, the short link WGAN.info forward slash two, and this is $64. Yeah, and for $64, this is a pretty, pretty nicely made uh, sturdy tripod that... That Chinese company newer is uh, being pretty impressive. I love things I like about this. It gives you a little covering case to keep it keep it clean when you're not using it. Also handle. A handle? Yes, you can throw it over your shoulder. There's a Velcro strap that keeps the thing collapsed from storing in the case. You pull you pull that strap off, just like that, and it's up ready ready to real roll. I take the Velcro strap and just kind of curl it around itself so that it's not dangling in the way of the wheels or anything. Go. And the each each of the arms can be extended a fair amount, depending upon how wide the spread on your tripod is, depending on how high your tripod is. Uh, it's uh, there are there are clip latches so that it's very quick to do that. The the legs of the tripod. Uh, get locked into uh, their, their, their sockets on the end of the arms by a screw thing. You have to tighten, that, tighten it up, tighten it up. Um, and it, we have to, yeah, I don't know if we need to put it in there. Uh, it, I, I don't think we need to, but we'd have to yeah. extend it anyway. But anyway, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great little tripod. The wheels, the wheels lock. You step on them with your foot there, and then they won't roll. So if you're on an incline or any place that you know it's going to move around, it's very easy to lock down. Whether you want to lock one or all three, when you're done, you pull those two pins, collapse it up, put the Velcro around, stick it back in the bag. So, so what caused you to buy this? What was the problem you you were trying to solve? When yeah, when when you do something like uh, Petco or Best Buy, and you're gonna you're gonna be scanning uh, 70,000 square feet. You don't want to carry that thing around in your arm all day. And it's a it's most of these stores are just one flat level. You roll it around all day. Uh, mm-hmm. Adjust the height. This adds about four inches, maybe. Uh, you just adjust the height accordingly, and you roll that thing. And boy, it saves you. You you'd be you'd be dead by the end of the day if you had to pick up and move that tripod every time. Okay, so I've heard uh, two benefits. Uh, one is it keeps you alive um, because you're not killing yourself carrying a, a, an eight-pound Matterport camera on top of a, a heavy-duty tripod for 10 hours. Uh, yep. And two, uh, it sounded like speed. You're just able to do the job that much faster. It, it is like I wouldn't, oh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't do those kind of jobs without wheels. you got to have wheels uh, doing those large scans. Eric, what, what kind of time savings do you, is, is this make it half the time, 25% less time? It's 50% less exhaustion. 
end of the day. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you save like a few seconds every time. Yeah. So I mean, all that adds up. It adds, it adds up a little bit uh, in terms of time. But the major thing is the, 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 the strain on your body. Yeah. Uh, I, I have the same one. I, I've been totally happy with it. Uh, uh, before we move on, was there anything else to say on that, on that item? Yes. I learned about this from you. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, I, well, that, that must be why I have the same item. I, I, and I, I thought the price was right. I mean, there there are a number of, of, of options uh, when it comes to these tripods, but, I, you know, <laughs> For the price and it works and exactly. reliable. Yeah. Uh, item number three, a 15 inch riser. Uh, the tiny URL is wgn.info forward slash number three. And I, I don't have a price because this item is not presently available on Amazon. Do you recall about oh, how much yeah. you paid? It, it, yeah, it, it was available when I looked last night. Interesting. Okay, so it's made by an independent company called Glide Gear. Uh, I think Glide Gear probably started as a company that made these sliders, you know, for uh, photographers. You put your camera on a slider and you know shoot a very smooth thing from a tripod. Uh, the product, the product itself is is uh, I'll unscrew it so you can see it by itself. It is two metal plates with three. Uh, steel bars in between. The, the head here is, is separate, but it's just it's just that piece that uh, you don't have to take it off. Well, actually, why not? Yeah, sure. Um, so what you get is this. It's a yeah. That's that's actually very helpful to see it solely by it itself. And it's got, a, it's got an embedded uh, quarter inch screw on on one end. Okay. So it, it's fifteen inches. And it basically it's it's uh, advertised as a uh, in the movie business we call these risers. Um, uh, sometimes it's called a tripod extender. And on the bottom it's got a three eighths hole, so that it it's perfect for going into that. Yeah. You put it on there, just spin it on, and whatever head you would normally have uh, on the tripod, you simply put it on top, and that's it. It's a fifteen inch riser. And, and what problem was that solving for you? What it, what it does is a couple of things. One, it means that I have height. Oftentimes, like when I'm, when I'm scanning Matterport, I like to keep this down as much as possible because it's a little bit wobblier uh, on that center column. But when I'm shooting Matterport on this tripod, I usually take the bottom one and I extend it about seven inches or so, depending upon the house and depending upon the height of the ceiling, of the particular house. I'll put this down flat, get those all even. And that plus the Matterport camera is about the height that I find ideal. It puts the Matterport lens uh, about five feet, maybe even a little bit lower if it's a low ceiling house. Because I want okay. But, but you could do that same height just with that four extender leg tripod. Yes. So yes. But if you did, the spread would be considerably wider. The spread if, if this was removed and these were extended, the distance between the bottoms would be a lot greater. So the riser create, creates a much smaller footprint for, so you can, it's easier to navigate through a tight house or hallways. Exactly. Or... Tight hallways. Ah, sometimes, okay. sometimes you have to have a door. Scan something yesterday 
uh, uh, a, a fraternity house at USC uh, yesterday stand and there were communal bathrooms that were so tight uh, and they wanted to have a scan. It was for construction. They wanted to scan even inside the like shower stalls and the, and the, uh, and the stalls and the bathrooms and stuff. And all these doors propped open with, you know, with, uh, with uh, 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 floor, uh, floor, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say this. Doorstop. Doorstop. On the floor. Well, doorstops stuck in the in the hinges and stuff to keep the things. Apart. We had very narrow spaces to to move between. And if the if the tripod was spread large, you know, you just you just can't do it. Also, on stairways, if the tripod legs are not as far apart, it's easier to work up a narrow stair a staircase and and extend extend one down mm -hmm. and. And, and accomplish it. I just find that it's much, it's number one, much easier to work with a narrower spread on the bottom. It's still all the stability you need for the Matterport. Also, this is a, this is a great, you just push your hand under there and lift. And it's a very easy way with center of gravity uh, centered to lift up and move around the tripod as opposed to grabbing this to move it to the next spot. So, so I've heard two solutions. And the first, I, I know I've had the, the exact problem you described, three doors at the end of a hallway and which door you're kind of going to keep open and the tripod is too large and it's creating a problem. Yeah. And second is being on narrow staircases. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, third would be just the making it easier to move around. Uh, are there other reasons why this riser, this 15 inch riser has been helpful? Now there is. Ah, uh, let me introduce the, the tactical 360 light, $70 short link WGAN.info forward slash seven. That's number seven. So what is what is that tactical 360 light and how does that work with that 15 inch riser? We had we were hired at one point to scan a building for remodeling or refitting or something like that. I got to the site. Uh, it, uh, I got to the site about five o'clock in the afternoon. The sun was going down uh, about 630. The building had no electricity at all. There was no power. There was no way to turn on any lights. I had to scan the thing using an LED lantern that I carried through the whole place, but it was a pain in the ass because every time I, I either I had to hold the lantern above the Matterport camera or I had to put it on the floor, hope enough light would spread. I mean, it was it was a real kludgy sort of thing. We got it scanned. It, the, the exposures were very low, but we got it scanned. They had the data and so forth. But you on particularly on uh, corporate industrial sort of things, you end up with little storage rooms with no lights, no power, nothing. And and the Matterport camera, in order uh, in order to gather data, has to have some light. You know, it doesn't need a lot. It's very good in low light, but it needs some. Anyways, I had actually over the past recent months contacted three different companies that custom build LED lights because I figured, wouldn't it be great to have a light? that could be right in here and would shine 360. Lo and behold, I go on Amazon one day and I see this. 
it's a fairly new product. Uh, it was about three months ago I found it. It has four LED panels around the outsides. It has a knob at the end that is a dimmer, so you can make it any, you know, up to the highest or to the lowest. It also has a, a push button that you can set if you want to light only one, two, three, or four of these. But here's the amazing part. We've been using this for years, and guess what? It's, it fits. It won't quite go in. However, there's enough bend in these that if you push it in the middle and slide it down, it'll go right in the middle. And it has a magnet at the bottom, so it grabs right on. And there's your lit room when you have no power. So, so that has four lighting settings? You can, it's a dimmer, so you can crank it. It's a dimmer. So do you mind it as much as you want? Is, is there a, the right place to set it? Is it half? Well, you can you can see by just turning on the Matterport camera. Uh, because you, you'd use this if you're in a room that basically has no power and no lights. Yeah. Or, or if, the, if the light was so low, you simply wanted to augment it a little bit. So most of the time, I think you'd probably crank it up all the way. Because although this looks very, very bright on screen, and it looks very bright if you look straight at it, of yeah. course, the amount of light that it actually falls on the walls is, is, is not as much. Okay. So... Does the fact that there are vertical black bars blocking the light, does that cast any kind of shadow uh, into the Matterport all, shot? All four, of these, uh, all four of these panels are omnidirectional. They throw light every place. So this- But, this, the, but the-, the um, You can see with my hand moving around riser, here. The 15 inch riser right. bars are blocking the light. The, uh, Eric, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll take some. Here's, here's a wall. As yeah. I move around, you can't you can't see. Nothing. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that works. Okay. The source is so flat. Awesome. And then, so how? I'm sorry. Excuse me, Eric. Just also, I mean, yes, yeah, just because they're it's so they're so close together, it doesn't really cast any shadow at all. No yeah. shadow. And then, no. how long will this light last? Uh, I haven't run it to its uh, limit yet. It is rechargeable. Uh, and it is only rechargeable. There's not a there's not a battery package you can swap. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, and, and of course the length of time it lasts will depend upon what setting you have it at, all the way up versus halfway or whatever. But uh, what I've read about it is that even at the full setting it would probably run for three hours or something like that. So in use, if I had to do a large large building, I would move the camera turn it on, shoot, and turn it off before I've set the next setup. So and how many of these do you have? Uh, we have three of these, one for each of us. And have, have you been on a job where it's been so large to take so long that one charge wasn't sufficient at whatever? Not yet, Not yet because it's, 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 there's only the one time that we encountered an entire building that had no power. Usually we run into a dark storeroom or a dark closet, you know, some sort of an electrical cabinet or something yeah, like that. I, I can imagine for an insurance claim documentation where the house yeah. is burned down, you, you know, showing up, there's going to be no power. But, uh, but there's probably every once in a while, I, I know I showed up, you know, re realtor didn't tell me, uh, you know, oh, by the way, the utilities have been turned off. And it turned out she didn't know either. So yeah. uh, 
Uh, I don't think we have on your list anything for cold, but I, I guess I was wearing a jacket that day and I was okay. Uh, but there, I was just lucky that there was sufficient uh, lighting coming through the windows right. to light the space. But uh, certainly if you're going to go, this, this house did not have a basement, but had it had a basement, uh, that would have been an awesome solution, this, yeah. this light. Okay, so is there, is there anything else about this 360 light? Uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's just a wonderful thing it happen, that happens to pair perfectly with this riser. I, can, I cannot push it out to the side between those bars because it fits tight enough there. Now, but, but you're you using this with the Matterport camera. Uh, could this be used with the Ricoh Theta Z1 and Insta360? Absolutely. If I, was, if I was shooting with the Z1, so here's, here's the new ZX. If I was shooting with the ZX and this, what I would do is put, put the, Z or the, uh, or the Z or the X or an Insta 1X2 uh, or whatever on uh, the little uh, Insta360 uh, <clears throat> selfie stick. Okay, so we'll we'll talk about that later. So that's good to and know. That's on, another option, yeah. yeah and, then, and then I would put it on top to keep to keep the tripod legs as small as possible in the nadir of of the shot. Also, something else I want to mention too. Um, obviously, this is secure, fairly secure enough on its own, just because of like each of their dimensions. But for some extra security, um, you know, you could always wrap around a piece of tape. duct tape or like yeah. any kind of tape around the top just to secure the top bit. Right. Because the bottom, there's no way that's getting out because obviously the bolts are- It doesn't fit. There's but no, it, but there's it no can't, at the bottom. If, if you pull, it'll pop out yeah. halfway up. For, for clarification, you, you, you were able to use this in total black darkness, no light coming from any other source. Yeah. Right. I think I think the only place where it might not perform there is if, if you're literally in a, you know, a ten thousand square foot open warehouse at night with no power and no lights, and so the walls are so far away that even this might not illuminate them adequately. Well, that's but, an interesting question. What, what was the largest space that you've been in in terms of illumination at a distance that you could? In see? terms of using this thus far, it's only uh, small spaces, but I would. Uh, but I would not hesitate, uh, I, from my experience in terms of amount of light and so forth, this would do fine in any home with no power at night, no lights. Uh, be, you know, the largest room in a home, this light is still going to illuminate the walls. Yeah. All right. That's an awesome solution. Uh, yeah. a, a great, great piece of gear. Uh, moving on, number four, I'm actually got my numbering a little bit odd, but let's call it number four. Newer leveling base, 50 bucks, wgan.info forward slash number four. Uh, uh, what is this? How do you use it? Why are, why are you using it? Right. This is what we use. Uh, I, know that, I know that in the Matterport system, uh, their algorithms will, you know, if your camera is a little bit cattywampus, when you do a scan, it will correct it within reason. <laughs> Sorry, what was that technical term you said? Kenny Wampus. They're laughing too. Now, well, my mother used that word, Kenny Wampus. It means it's like, you know, it's like out, out, of, out of angle. Kenny Wampus. Kenny Wampus, yeah. And we have two caddies here, so. Okay. Well, you know, we have our, our show professionally transcribed. I have no idea what direction I should 
I should say for the transcriber, like, like, how do you spell Ken Wapis? I, 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 my mother's passed away, so you can't ask her. So okay. anyway, so this, this goes on to a tripod or it goes on to, I want to, want to show this close up though. Yeah. What it, what it does, all, all it does is it's got a, it's got a three, uh, three uh, eights at the bottom. This has got a, a one quarter insert. Uh, at, the, at the top, it's got a one quarter. And when you turn this, this all slides around so that you can correct, so that you can, your tripod can be as much as about 10 degrees off angle. And just with one quick adjustment, a single quick adjustment, not three, you can level the camera up. So by having this on there, it, it so speeds up the Matterport camera's leveling. Now it takes two pieces because this thing just has a quarter inch screw on the bottom. So you also need this part, which is the next on the list, which is simply something that's got, got a, a your yeah. choice of a three eighths or one quarter. So let, let me introduce this piece. This, this is the quick release Arca Swiss clamp wgan.info forward slash five, number five, it's $23. So you're using this in conjunction with the newer uh, leveling yeah. base. And, and the, the purpose of this is to put the ARCA clamp on top, just to add the ARCA clamps that you need for the Matterport camera. Okay. Yeah. Well, well the bottom that, you know, Kevin, that's interesting because I mean, I have something that's similar. It's called a, a gem tune. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll I'll make up a number for this. I'll call it uh, wgan.info forward slash 22. It looks like we have the same. It is. It is the same, except in, in your case, it's all in, all in one piece. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I bought it as two separate pieces and put it together. <laughs> you know, I've had it so long, I just don't remember. No, it actually feels like it's one, I think it's one piece. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's sold separately. I think it's one piece, but it it's 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 doing the same thing yours yeah. is doing. Yeah, it is doing the same, same thing. thing, yeah. But and I think this happens to be one one piece. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's interesting. So yours <laughs> is a Hogue, is that pronounced right? H-A-O-G-E? Mm -hmm. It's called Hogue 64mm Quick Release Arca Swiss. And this is a gem tune. Uh, it says DY60I. Again, I'll put a link in this for WGAN.info forward slash uh, 22. And maybe you could compare the two. I know I've been happy with mine. Sounds like you, you all have been happy with yours. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess the combination of the two pieces you have are still less expensive than this. And uh, I know you mentioned uh, Ross Anchucci. He had told me about this one uh, years ago, and this is how I ended up uh, get, getting. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and where, where did I learn about it? We get around network forum. WGANforum.com is just, you know, people like us sharing uh, yeah. like what's working because we're trying to solve a problem. Eric, what are you trying to show us there? Uh, I'm just I'm just giving an, an example of the amount of uh, articulation that you can get out of it. Okay, so why not use a a ball head instead of this plate and uh, quick release? One of the safe safety features of this, as opposed to using a ball head, is that its its movement loosening uh, its movement is limited to about ten degrees. So even if you even if you let go of this when it's loose. 
it doesn't tip enough that it can knock over the tripod. Uh, a lot, there are ball heads, uh, tighten that up. There are ball heads such as like on this mini tripod that we sometimes use. This has got a typical ball head and it has a lot of movement. And if that came loose, it would knock over your whole rig and take the camera down with it. Yeah. Because of the, because of the amount of movement that it has. Yeah. So I, I think what I would add to that is, um, there are, there are many professional real estate photographers that swear by a ball head that have been using the D DSLR camera, then go buy a Matterport Pro 2, thinking that they're going to do the same quick movement. And uh, I, I, I would add the same caution that, that you have. Matterport adds the same caution. If if you're a professional photographer and you're totally used to using a ball head and that's working for you, okay, be super careful. But yeah. for anyone else that's thinking about like, how do I quickly change the, the articulations, I would oh, call it, the, uh, of the Matterport Pro 2 3D camera, get the solution that, that uh, Kevin and Eric are showing. And that may save you thousands of dollars in not having your Matterport camera tip over and break. If it if it does, we do have a member in the We Get Around Network forum that will uh, give you a deal on repairing your Matterport camera. But that's not where you want to end up. That and that's a different show that we've we've done. Um, is there anything else to talk about the combination of these two? Well, no, just the ex the extension to the next device. We're going to tie this in, Dan, if you have if you can. Okay, so uh, let's bring up your other uh, phone there. And we're gonna talk about the uh, bullseye level. Okay, so how do I get to my start video? Ignore my request about unmuting. <laughs> let's keep it. Okay. In. Good. What we use in conjunction with everything that we were just talking about is a large bubble level that is double stick tape, you know, like gorilla double stick tape. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't tee this up properly. The, okay, the bullseye level, seven bucks, WGAN.info forward slash six. So is there a little sticky on the bottom of this? No, it, it, there's no sticky on it. Uh, when you buy it, but uh, I carry around at all times uh, a roll of Gorilla brand double stick tape. It's it's transparent. It's like a thick tape gummy sort of stuff. It's really, really sticky. And uh, just put a little of that on the bottom of this thing. I'll, I'll add that to the list. We'll call yep. that WGAN.info yep. forward slash 23, 23 Gorilla double-sided tape and we'll get a link to that. We want to make it super easy for you to just get to the item and be able to find stuff. So that's what you've used and, and that double-sided Gorilla tape worked okay on the on the top of the Matterport Pro 2 3D camera. I would not recommend this, but I can tell you that that sticks so tight that you could lift up the Matterport camera grabbing <laughs> this, if, if I could get a good grip on it. Okay. That's, it's really tight. If you can't, we'll, we'll recommend you to a member right. that we get around network forum corner <laughs> that does camera repairs, Matterport Pro 2. Exactly. Now, so that's cool. The, but whole, the whole point is to be able to level your camera as quickly as possible. When you move to a new spot, the ground may be irregular. 
And you can see that, I'm, I'm hoping, hold and stay there. You can see the bubble level. You can see that there's a big bubble. You just center it in the middle of that center circle. And leveling your camera literally takes three seconds. Every time you move to a new position, if the floor is irregular, if you're on stairs or whatever, if you step, is, step, step back, if you could, please, so we can see you. We, we, no, no, for, towards your backdrop there. I, your head's cut off on our shot. You're, oh, yeah, yeah. The shot, yeah, much better. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you about what I use, and, and maybe we'll toss what I'm doing away, but I'm, I'm using a Stanley Torpedo level, WGAN.info forward slash 20, the number's two zero for 10 bucks. So the reason I use this, Kevin, yeah. uh, Eric, is that I find that if you put it on the top of the camera and you, you get your bubble level and then you turn your camera 90 degrees, it's not level. Right. So I got to then kind of do that and then come back and do that and, until I kind of have it level with that with that one um bullseye level does that solve it as long as you put it in the right place what we're doing is so much faster yeah because it, it it levels on every axis you hold this so. for a second you grab the camera with one hand you loosen the you loosen that base that allows you to move it around that place yeah. and then and then you you look straight down at the bubble level lock it off you're done so one, is, is there a place to put the bubble level or is it so that you, you, you essentially get both directions and, and X, you get X and Y here. I'm going to move it to a new location. I, I loosen the, I loosen the bottom. I move yeah. around. I put it in the middle. I lock it off. It's done. X, also, X and Y are set. X and Y are perfectly set in one movement. One movement. Okay. Much better. Okay. And, and you saved money because my, my solution was 10 bucks. And uh, and then I had to kind of jog it back and forth. Yeah. Eric, you were about to say, and I can't see you if you could. See. Yep, that's great. Thank you. Um, well, also this, you can just stick directly to the camera too. So you're not going to lose it. You're not going to carry, you have something else to carry around. It's it's on there for good. We, we, we have a room in our cases. This stays on at all times. Yeah, uh, I, I got it. Because I uh, yes, I've had it slide off uh, the top of the camera where I've forgot that I had it up on the on top of the camera and it slid. Okay, much better solution. Uh, you know, uh, gee, for the likely Matterport company people that are watching, is there any reason that, like this bubble shouldn't just be built into the camera to begin with? It should no. be built in. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it should be level. So if you were to yeah. maybe attach some be. kind of different light or right. something out, in fact, I, I would almost say, I guess I would I would like to have the I don't know what you call maybe you have a term for it is there there are places that dip would dip into the camera that you could affix something to so if you were going to put a, a light on not a big light not to change the torque of the the camera but something that had like recessed with places to loop in yeah. some yeah. wire you could do something with that. Yep. Uh, and then have this bubble light just be at flat so that you could still put something on top of the camera and it's totally yeah. flat. Yeah. So I, I guess we're just thinking like, well, gosh, we really needed a bubble level. Now, I'm going to guess that Matterport would say something like, no, when it processes, uh, we figure that the camera is not so even and we kind of adjust for that. 
Do you, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, because I've had Matterport models where even after processing, certain certain nodes are cattywampus. Uh, about eight months ago, there it was there were a string of problems that people were having with Matterport models where certain nodes were coming off kilter, and there they did discover that there was some errors in their algorithm, and they they fixed that. But my approach is this is so easy, and particularly with uh, you know, some tripods have little tiny bubble levels like this, uh -huh. uh, circular ones, but then it's like really hard. And the bubble in the middle, well, I can't quite tell. This one is really, really easy to make sure that it's level. Well, it's, it's that was a good question because one of the things I could tell is I, I could be at eye height here. Is there any issue with the, with the, the bubble that level that you put on there because you have to look down or you don't have to look down well, this the can this camera right now i know my head's head's coming off here but uh this is about the height that i generally scan at about five feet off the ground ah a lot of a lot of houses uh, a lot of houses older homes have an eight foot ceiling you don't want to have this up at a six foot height because it's because then when you have nice when it, when you have positions in your highlight reel yeah you're going to be all keystoned. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin, I, I, I wasn't really thinking we were going to do, you know, tips and best practices. I just thought we were going to do gear and accessories. But I, I think this thing is, is, is like so important to talk about camera height, because I, I'm going to tell you, if you ask somebody at Matterport, they're going to tell you to put the camera at eye level. See, no. right. You know, no. you know, if, you know, if uh, everybody watching, there are three heads going like this. No, don't put the camera at eye height. And it's also like, it's a nightmare just looking at a Matterport space when you're like. When everything's all keep going. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like you, uh, let me see if I can get my, get my focus back here. You, you <laughs> maybe my back in focus, no. There it, likes to, it likes to focus on your background because there's so, so much yeah. time. So, so you, you really want to enable the viewer to look forward. And by putting the camera height down, it's actually much more natural either yeah. on an iPad or a smartphone or a, a desktop rather than looking down. And I think there's so many wonky, I'm going to use your term, wonk, Kenny Wampus looking Matterport tours because the, the people who were originally saying this at Matterport, they weren't photographers, they were engineers. They weren't, they, they're, and so they're just thinking, well, let's just tell people to put it at camera height. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm off my soapbox. And, 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 and that was to answer the question about, you don't have to look down at the bubble because the camera is already down at, at a, a lower height. And in fact, when, I, when I've shot hotel rooms, correct me if I'm wrong, if you do something different, in a hotel room where the space is small, I got the camera just slightly above the bed height. So right. you know, what I consider doorknob height so that it actually makes the hotel room look a little bigger. Uh, ra rather than in this tiny spot and you're looking down even from the height that you have. So I'm nodding right. to door, doorknob height. Yes. Also, I want to make clear too that the eye level height we're talking about is between five and a half, six feet, because obviously not everybody's the same height. So yeah, no, I find that the best height for the camera is someplace around four and a half to maybe five feet. Yeah. And if the ceiling is 12 feet, that means, excuse me, if the ceiling is an eight foot, you know, like a house built in the fifties, 
chances are you're going to want to have the, the camera near four, four feet, halfway between the floor and yeah. the ceiling. If it's if it's if it's one of these houses that's got twelve foot ceilings, then maybe I'd bring it up to five feet. Uh, yeah. It, it, uh, for our for our uh, uh, viewers, if if you disagree, please we get around that work forum wgainform.com. Tell us what height that you're using and why uh, why you disagree. But you know, for everyone else, it, it's like, well, what should I set the camera height lower than you expect? It, yeah, and also I want to point out too that this height is for is uh, all this what we're talking about yeah. is. Um, best suited for getting the best like visual results so yeah because it's obviously a different uh process if you're capturing uh you know data to be put into like a cad program you know you're gonna want a whole nother topic whole, whole nother thing, but yeah. like just want to make clear that this is to get the best visual result the the walkthrough experience yeah which is important in and and you know in retail real estate that's that's what's king Awesome. So iPad case. Want, want verticals within, you, you want the most attractive view of a room to portray all verticals as parallel rather than keystones one way or the other. Yeah. Lower, lower camera height. If you're, if you're unsure, make it lower. If you're still yeah. unsure, make it lower. It'll, you'll be really happy. Yeah. iPad case with handle strap, info forward slash eight, 20 bucks. Yeah. What is this? When, why are you using this? What, what problems does it solve? Well, one of the main problems actually was, well, actually several. Um, one, this includes a strap. So if you need to move your camera, you know, you don't have to hold your iPad. Uh, another is that it's, it's an extremely protective case. So if you happen to drop it or bump it into something, most likely it's going to, you know, the iPad's going to be okay. Got rubber bumpers on the corners. Yeah. And the construction of this, uh, to make it as durable as it is, it's in two pieces. So there's a plastic base with a rubberized, um, uh, like outer, outer piece that wraps around it. And then you put the you put the iPad in there, and then this goes on top, and then it locks into place with these clips on the sides. Do you, uh, Eric, or do you use this, the kickstand on that at all? Do you ever use the kickstand? Uh, I personally haven't, just because I haven't had a situation. Can you show us? Can you but, show uh, what, what, what I'm talking about? Asking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. Which is yet another thing, which is a hand strap. So exactly. there's two things. So you could carry this with your hand. Yeah, which is the other thing. You get a much better grip as well. Yeah. Um, that kickstand to stand it up if you want to display. Yeah. Because I, I, I'll tell you, I've, I've used it. I think I like the solution that you have better. I happen to have, uh, I'll, I'll call this 24. Uh, the one I have. So wgan.info forward slash 24. I've had this one so long. Uh, this is a, a native union. What, what I've liked about this is I could put my hand through here and mm -hmm. that's how I would actually pick up the, the, the tripod. And then there were times where I would take, because this one is, is kind of nice. You could take it like that and then, you know, you're, you're, you're out of the shot. You just kind of put it down on a counter 
and and it's just sitting on its kickstand there. Uh, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna think that that what you have is a better solution because it's just hanging from you and you don't have to yeah, think they, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric is the one that convinced me that the shoulder strap was better. Who's absolutely right? Yeah, were, you, were you using what I was using? Something like what I was? No, using? I, I he, was using this, but I never put the shoulder strap on. Yeah, I just he, held it in my hand. He oh. never. He, he just was using just the strap with his hand without the strap. Yeah. And then I mentioned we should get a strap for the case. And then I told him, well, a strap came with it. I just didn't give it to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't using the strap on my own case. And, yeah. then, he, and then he said, hey, this strap is great. Yeah, and he's right. So I put it back it was, on mine now. Like I was pointing out too earlier about the tripod, when you're carrying it around, you know, you don't need to be carrying your iPad with you. It's just hanging next to you. So, yes, I, I think that's a better so solution. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm going to say, if you go to wgn.info forward slash eight, because, you know, the question is, well, I have a, you know, iPad eight and iPad nine and iPad 10 and I, you know, I, whatever. The, the great thing I think about Amazon is it, it gives you the same case in the different size options. Right, exactly. So if, if, as long as you know which iPad you have, you can say, oh, well, that's the one I want, but I want it for this iPad. And these manufacturers tend to make these things in different sizes. Uh, right. The other thing is just so you know, when you go to Amazon and you look at the, this exact item that, uh, um, that Kevin and Eric are recommending, there are bazillions of these cases. So if you care to look around and look for other options, there are plenty of other options. Lots. But Eric and, and Kevin have done a ton of Matterport scanning and they're really happy with this one. So, you know, sometimes it's not worth reinventing the wheel. You just like, okay, they're pros, they're doing it. They're doing tons of spaces and it's working. And I'm guessing Eric, you haven't had any problem with the, where you go, oh my God, this is my thousand dollar iPad and that strap just broke. Hold it. There's been a few times when I've had to hold, hold an iPad just with like the basic, you know, Apple case or with no case at all. And I was terrified the entire time I was going to drop it. It's so slippery, you know, by itself. Yeah. And also because you need to be looking at the entire screen um, the whole time. So, you know, grabbing it by the edge is not <clears throat> most ideal. And yeah. also another, another thing I want to point out too is that the handle can rotate as well. So, you know, however, however, whichever orientation you want to look at it. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. This saves you from losing your $1,000 iPad, yes. uh, reduces strain on carrying your iPad, reduces the logistics of carrying your iPad and your Matterport Pro 2 camera and figuring out how you're going to carry both. Uh, and you don't really don't have to think about it because it's just hanging from you and it's always with you and it's there. Yeah. So let me move into the to the next item, which is probably in conjunction with this, a, a 25 watt power bank fast charge WGAN.info forward slash nine. That's number nine, $31. What do you got for us? Yeah. Real quick. Sorry. One more thing Yeah. about the case real quick. It does have a compartment for the pencil as well. Um, the Apple pencil. Yeah. So for, I just mark, wanna, for markup, I just want to point that out as well. All right. Awesome. Let me tee it up again. Uh, 25 watt power bank, fast charge, WGAN.info forward slash nine. That's the number nine, $31. What do you got, Kevin? And what, 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 why, what is this thing and why did you get it? 
this was great when we found it. Uh, we've done a lot of large spaces, uh, things like Best Buy stores and Equinox Health Clubs and Petco stores and things like that. And when you're out there, when you've got to scan 40, 50,000 square feet in a day, this thing has a heck of a battery in it. Uh, it doesn't always last all day, but it doesn't, comes very close. It's amazing, the battery inside. And, and I presume that's probably two thirds of the weight of these boat anchors. And there are two batteries in there. Okay, well, there, there you go. Uh, uh, that's probably most of the weight in there. But the iPad doesn't last as long. Uh, as soon as we start a big scan, we will turn down the brightness on the screen as low as we can. But even at that, that iPad's going to run out of power before this thing does. And so if we, if we have a lunch break, if we break for lunch, we can, we can plug both these in and get, get some charge back up. But so how are you carrying this? How's Eric, Eric, carry, how do you carry this? So, so this is, yeah, go ahead. This handle that you were talking about I earlier. I can't, I can't see you though. Can, I, wanna, I do want to see you. Thank you. So this handle that uh, we discussed earlier on the case, this, this battery pack um, just happens to perfectly fit in that little slot. So instead of your hand, yeah. instead of your four fingers. So you just tight, tighten it down. And then there you go. There it is. And yeah. what's, the, what's the chance of that sliding out? It, Not, does, it doesn't, it's, it's tight. Yeah, it, especially it's, it's yeah. in there, especially if, because you know, when you're holding it, what I always do is I literally just hold it. You hold the battery. Yeah, I just hold the battery where I, my hand would be. And you know, it, it's, it's good enough. And if you. Okay, but what about hanging from your side there? You're gonna lose your battery? Nope. Hasn't it's, happened. Also, another thing is that when this is plugged into the iPad, that's yeah. also another level of, uh, of security as well. Because you, you've never duct taped this in, you haven't used no, never. tape or anything? No, okay. But we haven't needed to. Okay, and so this, this is awesome, which is another reason to get <laughs> this particular case with this particular battery because yeah, you can use exactly, it yeah. together. Now, when you- let me, let me tell you a couple of things about this device. Number one, now button on the side, you press it. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't see you. Can, can you- Oh, sorry, there we go. Yeah. Okay. It's got a case that reads out the percentage of charge it's carrying. I like it. Yeah. So uh, it has two USB one ports yes. and a USB mini and micro. most important, a USB a micro, three. Micro USB. Yeah, a micro USB and a USB three. What's impo important to know about this, because it's, it's in the literature, but you got to dig for it. If you charge, if you use this kind of a cable, this has got an angled USB 3 on both ends. Yeah. <clears throat> We're using the newer iPads that have USB 3 plugs yeah. on them. If you plug, if you draw power from this battery on the USB 3 port to your iPad, yeah. it, it, it's running uh, Quick Charge 4.0, uh, the, the latest thing. And the bottom line is that it will charge your iPad twice as fast off this port than even using the other ports. So you want to you want to connect your iPad using USB 3 to the iPad. Uh, it doesn't matter whether your iPad is Lightning or USB 3. So when you bought this this power brick, uh, power bank, yeah. Did you have to source a special cable to go from the your well, iPad the, to the, this? this? Yeah, you can if you if you type in on Amazon. I didn't get a, find the link uh, for that, but if you type in on Amazon, you can get this cable, which is. A right angle 
if you want the right angle thing, I mean, you don't have to, you can have a straight as well. It's just USB three on both ends. That's the important thing. USB three on both ends. Unless your iPad has a lightning cable and then you'd need a USB three to lightning. USB three to lightning. Okay, so I'm gonna make uh, the USB three to USB three cable wpan.info forward slash 26 and a USB three to lightning to be wgan.info forward slash 27. So I'm trying to make it easy for those watching the show that you can just like go to the link and you can get the cable that you- The critical thing is uh, the USB three port on this device is both for charging it and for uh, charging other items from it. And and the power output from the USB three port on this battery pack is much stronger than on all the other ports. So it we've we've gotten to the point on a big scan where the iPad basically is down to one percent. It's just about to die. <clears throat> you can plug this in, continue your work, and yeah. even though you're continuing to use the iPad, this will charge it. It'll go one, two, five, ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent, even while you're using it. So this one is, uh, I'm looking at the specs, 30,800 mAh. Uh, why, why this particular size? Because I, I can imagine you could go for, for much bigger. This one was like $31. Was, this has been powerful enough to recharge the iPad even while we've been using it. And it's a 25 watt power bank. Most most power banks are something like five or 10 watts. This is a 25 watt and it has a quick charge 4.0 on the USB 3 port. So have, have you been, do you have like two of these? Cause you have one for your smartphone. Well, and we, one for your we, have, we have six of these. You have two for each photographer. Yeah. And so are you typically putting your smartphone in your one pocket with that connected and and then the ipad with the other one connected when you're doing I mean, a large we don't, i mean generally we it's just we don't use our phone much i mean yeah we're not really using our phone so like we don't need to connect it so do you have two because when you're doing sixty thousand square feet you you're going to go through we've two? never gone through more than one of these uh uh on a, on a single all-day shoot no, but I, have two. I, I just i just have found this such a fam- fabulous power bank that I wanted to have six of them around in case I misplaced one. Yeah, I, you know, it's so cheap. I, I remember buying my first one, it was probably $150. So, uh, you know, for $31, go buy, go buy two. Yeah. Yeah. No, for the amount uh, of in capacity, it's and the price, it's a very. It good. really puts out a, a high power charge from the USB 3 port. And also, something also I want to say is just in terms of securing it to the case. I haven't done this yet, but uh, just because for no specific reason, it's definitely not around to it, but just because this is plastic and the back of the case is plastic, if you wanted to, you could also put a piece of tape, like uh, like some kind of rubberized tape, like duct tape or some type of foam. Just stick it, stick it on the back of here. Yeah. So that when you slide it in here, there's friction on both sides. Yeah, yeah. It's it's secure enough back here, but obviously just in case you uh, in case you do drop it or if there's like a very sudden strong impact. Yeah, I mean the, the good news. It, 
if you drop it, it's 31 bucks. It's not the iPad. No, exactly. Yeah. By the way, the, the circle on here, it also wirelessly charges your iPhone. So you can just lay your iPhone on top of that, even if you don't have a cable and it'll charge it if you've got one of the newer models. Isn't that awesome? Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, today's show, top 10 gear and accessories for Matterport Pro. Why are, is your item here? Rico Theta X with card with battery, WGAN.info forward slash 10, the number 10 for $800. Why is a Matterport Pro using a Matterport Pro 2 3D camera also carrying a Rico Theta X? Okay, well, we, we have a couple of Rico Theta Z1s that we've used for years for isolated circumstances. And also when we do our hybrid tours for, uh, for assembly in 3D Vista, then, then we're using the Rico Thetas a lot because we're using that. We're not we're not doing 3D scanning. We're just through, uh, shooting 360s. Uh, the the new Theta X came out just this past month, uh, and we we picked one up to work with it. It's got many improvements over the Z. You've probably heard some of them already uh, from uh, Ben Claremont and other people who uh, make videos <laughs> even before the product is on the market, but. A uh, couple things about it. it. It does have a, on the downside, it does have a smaller sensor. Uh, and I would say from, a, from, a, uh, from an, a data gathering standpoint, just in terms of image, it's a little bit weaker sensor. But so, so for, today's, for today's show, because we're not going to review the yeah, product. Exactly. You're, you're carrying this for, I'm going to guess, two reasons. One <laughs> is you need standalone 360s that you need for your 3D Vista tours that you're creating, your hybrid tours. But I suspect you use that camera in conjunction with Matterport for, for some very specific reasons. Do you want to we talk do. about that? Yeah, yeah. we do. Um, when, when doing Matterports, uh, sometimes in, in our work, we will actually wait until the sun's going down and, and scan a whole yard. We've done many, many things like that where we've taken the, the infrared camera outdoors. But uh, often then on other occasions, you just want to add external 360s, you know, in the front of the house and the back. And you can do that with the Matterport camera, of course, just switch over to 360 mode, push the button out on the front walk and do it. But there are some houses that architecturally or because of the terrain uh, of a hillside or something, you would get a better external 360 shot by elevating the view of that 360. And the Matterport camera, you know, you're not going to get up 15 feet in the air safely. This you can, so you can essentially turn off the Matterport camera, turn on the Theta X or Z, uh, link it to the Matterport software, and then use an extended selfie stick, which will go up 10 feet or more. You can raise your arm and get up 15 feet, and oh. you've got essentially a drone shot in the air as your outdoor 360. So are you using that as a 360 view versus a 360 scan? Correct. Yeah. And, and are you using it also as a 360 scan for a different purpose? You could, but uh, we're, we're, we're not particularly enamored of, uh, of Mat Matterport's capabilities at, at the present time in terms of taking 360s from non-measuring uh, non, non, non cameras and converting it to, to 3D. Uh, they, it's just not that dependable. Yeah, you're not a fan of Matterport Cortex that does the conversion, but do you want to talk about pools? 
Yeah, exactly. And and we used to, because I'm going to give Eric a, a real compliment here. We used to, we used to use the theta z to take pictures to put water in the pools. Eric discovered there's a better way to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'll just run through this quickly, so we also have time to look at the other products. But so before we were using a 360 camera to fill in the water fill in uh, the water on pools but so let me see if i can tee up the problem is it that if you're if you're doing a matterport tour using a matterport pro 2 3d camera and you're doing scans outside when you go look at the dollhouse after processing the pool is black because right. this this scan data can't see the water infrared can't see water infrared, infrared can't see water so how do you solve that eric Right. So and you were and you were using a 360 camera and it yeah. sounds like you're now using the Matterport Pro 2 camera. Yeah. Yep. So we're using remove the other camera altogether. So what you do is you get to the edge of the pool. You take a normal 3D scan and this is assuming you're you were able to successfully get outdoors and. Uh, like just when the sun goes down or the backyard falls into shade. Yes. Yes. Um, so you take a scan right at, at the edge of the pool, a, three, a 3D scan. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, don't move the camera. Leave it exactly where it is. Do not move it. And then um, switch it to 360. So you're only taking a 360, 360 view. Taking yes. a 360 view, not capturing scan data. No. Okay. With uh, the Matterport camera still in the same spot, take a 360. So you have the 360 and then right after you uh, capture the 360 view, then place it on the map and convert it to 3D. 95%, it'll place it right on top of the 3D scan that you did right before. And it'll fill in a portion of the pool. And then you just you know, you just repeat, repeat that process. Repeat that process. Why is it important to have both a 360 scan and a 360 view shot without moving the camera? Uh, so the, the Cortex, the Matterport Cortex has a much easier time of matching ah. matching the, the photo and the visual data um, with what is already, because the, the, the panorama is exactly the same. All right, this is, this is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, again, Eric, Eric did this awesome show on 25 tips for Matterport pros talking about swimming pool and other like big problem challenges and how you've solved it. I'd love that you've come up with yet an, an, a, a new workaround. And that means you don't actually have to buy a three, a, a three, a separate 360 camera like the Ricoh Theta X or Z1 or Insta 361 X2, but I'm hearing you, Kevin, that you like it for providing an aerial shot where you mm -hmm. might not pop the Matterport camera up 15 feet somehow, right. some way. Okay, so that's cool. So I think we're up to the the next item, which is the compact tripod wgan.info forward slash 11. That's number 11. This is 60 bucks. Uh, why do you need to have this little tiny tripod? There, there are there are occasions that come up <clears throat> where a regular tripod is just too big or too small uh, to properly get the Matterport camera where you need it. Um, couple odd situations. I've used these often in 
uh, I do a lot of very high-end homes. Um, and some of the, you know, sometimes these master bathroom suites can be, you know, 800 to 1,000 square feet on, on them. I'm not talking about the, the master suite. I'm talking about the master bathroom suite, the, just the bathroom part. They're, they're gigantic. And they have a jacuzzi tub and, a, you know, whatever. And, you know, places for people to sit around the jacuzzi tub and, and so forth. And there are sometimes situations where the most attractive view of something doesn't, you know, the tripod's just too big and it's in the way. And so you can take the Matterport camera, put it on here. It's got a little, it's got a, an arc clamp right on the top of it. You put the Matterport camera right on there. And this, you know, is a way to get the Matterport camera into a position for, for data collecting purposes or just for an interesting viewpoint. I, there have been times, for example, when I have, uh, when I've used this to get the view the, the view that you would have if you were sitting in the jacuzzi. Yes, you know, I, I, I completely understand that because I've shot bathtubs because the view, the jacuzzi was positioned in front of the window. So it's a beautiful view of a vista of some sort, but right. I, didn't, I didn't use a tiny tripod. And, and I, now I realize I should have because I would have done a better job collecting scan data. So I wouldn't end up having a pool, a, a bathtub that looked black because it lacks scan data. Is, is this tripod, is this sufficient for holding a Matterport Pro 2 camera so it's not gonna take a spill? It is, well, if the legs are- nodding, yes, no problem. I, yeah, if, if I, if I uh, I've not taken a spill with it. Uh, the legs, you, you can twist the end and extend them or not. Yes. Um, the, so it can go very small or large. If I have the Matterport camera, if I need it really down as low as possible like this, then, there, there are clamps so that you can extend these out and spread them further. Ah, yeah. So that you can you can get the legs wider. Because I, if I'm if I'm want, needing to work really low, then I always spread those yeah. legs. It, this looks further. great. It's sixty bucks. It's it's almost yeah. it's like a no a no brainer. Lets you get an amazing shot, the view from the bathtub. Is have there been other times other than shooting in yes. the bathtub? Yeah, I'll tell you. I I had to do one car dealership. Uh, at night, nobody's there. Uh, I was I was given, you know, a key that let me into all these different buildings and so forth, master keys. And in one service room, uh, in one service building, there was there was a kind of like a parts department connected to the service building, but they had not given me a key to the parts department. I could get into the service building where all the bays were, but I couldn't get into the parts department and they wanted the whole thing scanned and I got nobody I can call. And it's like one o'clock in the morning, but I found that there was an open window through which parts could be passed from the parts department into the service bay. There was no walkthrough door, but there was a window. And so I could put, and that window itself was about you know, four or five feet deep, there was a big counter space so they could throw a muffler up there and slide it out to the service side. And so I put the Matterport, I scanned right up to that counter window. Then I put the Matterport camera on this little baby and did a couple scans across the counter. And then I pushed it out of the way and slid my body through into the, into that part of the building, grabbed the tripod and continued from there, but it got me through the, this little window way. Okay, glad it worked. I'm, we're going to call that the tripod to use for bathtubs. And yeah. because there's not too many times I think the rest of us are going to face that uh, that other. Probably, probably not. 
Uh, next item, uh, uh, door stops, a six pack WGAN.info forward slash 12. That's the numbers one, two, 12, $13. What are you showing? So uh, why do you need door stops? Oh, well, anybody who does Matterport knows you need door stops. <laughs> but they, these are the best door stops that we've found. These are, these are our favorites. They come in a, they come in a uh, six to a package like this. Yes. Uh, they, you know, they've got these little white clips or like if somebody wanted to double stick it, you know, to put, to store it on a wall. You so know? I, I, I could imagine that since you've been standing now for years doing Matterport, that you've been through a number of door stops. What, right. what problems does this particular doorstop solve that other doorstops didn't? They, they see, they've worked better. The, the, the simple wedge shape, uh, uh, you know, it gets very thin down here. So if the door is tight to the floor, you can almost always get it under there to grab it. Yeah. Uh, you, you can stack uh, two, two or three of them if you, if you have a door that's got a huge gap uh, yeah. underneath it. And, you know, they, they've just been... They've just been really useful. They've been they've been the best things we've found. Okay, six pack. I, uh, indulge me here because I, I'm going to talk about the Wedget, the ultimate yeah. doorstop. Wgan.info forward slash seventeen, twelve dollars each. Uh, th this saved me uh, multiple times, uh, and I just love this one. And it and it, it actually gets used in different ways. Uh, but just to give you an example. Uh, I was shooting an indoor pool that had an exterior door to a patio and there must've been a 30 mile an hour wind outside. It was really windy. And I needed that door not only to stay open, um, but not have that wind like uh, close the door on me. So this stop, uh, uh, it gets used in different ways. So one way was, I, 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 if, here's my hinge. Maybe, maybe if, if I take my little book here, I can say this. So there's the, the door and the door jam. Can't do this, yep. it's like backwards. It goes like right there in that door jam. So it's not going underneath the door. It's going right. in, the, in the door jam itself. And that, that door is not going anywhere. The, the second way is it does slide under the, the door. And you were mentioning a gap. When I've had doors that had huge gaps, <laughs> this like solves that. Right. Uh, so I would just say that this is just an, an, an amazing gr industrial grade doorstop, particularly when you're going out from indoors to outdoors or outdoors to indoors. And you have these massive doors uh, that door, I don't, it, it's not going anywhere at this doorstop. So I, I, I love it. Yeah, uh, great product. I picked up one of those and I've only used it a couple of times, but it's great. Uh, and, and they come in multiple packs. So, you know, I, I actually, I think, I think I probably have six of these or something. Uh, awesome. Um, back to you. Um, the Insta360 original extended selfie stick WGAN.info forward slash 13, $70. I'm going to mention the other one too. You're holding up the Insta360 second generation extended selfie stick uh, in WGAN.info forward slash 14. Uh, and uh, 
And that one is also $70. You know, I, for, forgive me, but I don't think I mentioned, did I mention what this was? WGAN.info forward slash 17, $12. I'm not sure I did. But and anyway, back to you, the two different Insta360s. Again, you're a Matterport Pro, you're using a Matterport Pro 2 3D camera. You're, you, you're, you've told us why you're using a 360 earlier. Now, right. why do you need one or the other of these Insta360 extended selfie sticks? And also just to just to clarify the parts, like when you buy the, uh, the Insta cameras, this is the normal selfie stick that comes with it. And it extends to about three feet and, and, and collapses down to about, you know, 11 inches or so. That's the normal, uh, selfie stick. This is the Insta extended selfie stick, which collapsed is about 18 to 20 inches. And it has, I think, nine sections that come out. And it's still going. I don't think I can get 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 the oh, whole thing in there. But but it's you can kind of see it almost. But it but it extends to about nine, 10 feet, something like that. And it's, and it's just it's all carbon fiber. It's the, the joints are just pressure fit. You just pull them out. Uh, I like, I still, uh, this is the gen, second generation I'll talk about in a minute. The first generation I still prefer for many situations because it's lighter. It's, yeah, it, it's, so this is where you're talking about doing a, a hybrid tour with 3D Vista. You have a Matterport. Yeah. Tour. Now it, you have a 360. Now you have an aerial 360 because of this. Exactly. Okay. I can I can hold this over my head and I've got that camera at least 15 feet in the air. Okay, so what what's different about the second generation? Um, the different one thing to know about this one is the the joints come out to a certain point and they just kind of pressure fit at that point and won't go any further. So the locking is just pressure. For this for this stick to be stable, you almost have to extend it all the way. You know, you you need it, it's either you know, two feet long, or if it's 10 feet long. Okay. And the uh, second generation? The second generation, you can, you can extend it to any degree you want. It's much heavier grade uh, carbon fiber. It's much, it's more rigid. It doesn't bend uh, as much when you get the camera way out at the end. Okay. I feel there's a lock in your hand too. Does it lock at each joint? Yes, it does. Is there a, there's you, a twist. You twist it to lock it. Correct. Okay. Could so you collapse so you can, I'm just afraid that you're gonna you're gonna uh, yeah. uh, kill Blinker or Stuffy no, by no, accident. No, no. Eric's two cats that are there someplace. Yeah. So you can so you can extend this any amount you want or don't want. So they're they're priced the same. Do you need both, or you just say no? I started with the first generation. I'd recommend getting the second generation. Uh, we have both because when I'm simply taking handheld handheld shots. Uh, if, I, if I'm going around and using this to get it up high in the air and take quick shots, um, this is just lighter. It's it's easier on my arm if I'm doing a whole bunch of those. This one, however, being more rigid and also it also has a much broader uh, base at the bottom. You can see the size difference. Yeah, grip on it. Oftentimes, uh, yeah, it's got a it's got a great rubber grip down here. Uh, I will take our regular tripod if I want to really get it up tall. Uh, one of the downsides to the Theta new Theta X, which has much higher resolution, so it takes great pictures, but uh, in trade-off, it does not have something that the Theta Z has called handheld 
HDR. Uh, with the Theta X, if you want to take good HDR pictures, it's got to be on a tripod. It's got to be stable in one position. So with this, I can I can take our regular uh, take our regular tripod, our Manfrotto with the riser and so forth. I can take this more rigid selfie stick. I can put the tripod up so that it's going six feet in the air. And then I can extend this another 10 feet and I'm up 15, 16 feet and it's rock solid. At least with a camera as small as the Theta X or and just for clarification, you're not in any way talking about putting a Matterport Pro two three no, 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 no. On, on top of this. This is solely for uh and one this, shot. Now, but this is an Insta 360. So the Insta 360 one X2 WGAN.info forward slash 15 four hundred and seventy dollars. What, are you recommending getting both a Ricoh Theta X and an Insta360 One X2 for different purposes? Uh, well, we have them for different purposes. It, it, uh, it depends upon what someone else does. The, what we have found, because we, we're just, uh, we just completed doing uh, a project for an automotive test track in Bakersfield, California. And the primary thing they wanted us to do was to create a 360 video of the processes at their text, uh, test track. And through the use of the Theta cameras, as well as the Instas, um, we found that the Insta, Insta 1X2 was the best device currently in, in the budget range we could work um, for shooting 360 video. Whereas ah, okay. the, the Theta X was the best for stills. They both do stills. They both totally do got it. And that's probably enough for today's show, which is exactly. Rico Theta X, uh, uh, WGN.info forward slash 10 uh, for 360s, HDR 360s, typically simulating a aerial shot, uh, a drone shot, and then an Insta 360 One X2 for uh, uh, 360 video. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to move on. I have, I have some additional things. You, you didn't mention a case. You got a lot of gear. Do you, how do you carry all your stuff? Well, uh, I think our favorite cases are the Nanook cases. Uh, I, I really like their latching system. Uh, they're, they're not the cheapest, but they're, but they're really solid. And, you know, I, I like them. I like them a little bit better than the Pelican cases. Okay. Um, uh, I, I'm going to show you what case I have. Yeah. Uh, so this, let's see, this would be a hard case for Matterport Pro 2 3D camera plus iPad plus accessories, wgan.info forward slash 16. And when you go to that website, just put in Matterport because this is one of a number of Matterport cases or cases to carry a Matterport Pro 2. Uh, I like it because of that that handle piece that comes out. Mm -hmm. Got the wheels, so you can roll it. Uh, yep. It fits in luggage on an airplane. And then I worked with the the manufacturer in terms of design. So this has that the cutouts for Matterport Pro Two 3D camera face mm -hmm. down. Most cases I noticed had the Matterport Pro 2 3D lenses facing up. That made me nervous because it's too tempting to put gear inside and scratch your lenses. Then there's right. a compartment here to put stuff. So like uh, there's a lot of little stuff that you were talking about, like uh, chargers and 
chargers, battery packs, yeah. um, doors, stops, etc. It's a pretty big compartment. And then that slot happens to be for the iPad that I carry. But right. when you go to that website, you can actually change these hard pieces because it's actually cut specifically for you. So if you have a different iPad, uh, you can do that. And then there, there are other cases that are bigger for carrying more stuff. I actually have two other cases, but I like the smaller case. Uh, and then for, uh, you know, I, I realized that my, I have a case for carrying my tripod, which actually carries about three tripods. And I think you have at least three between your, your right. selfie sticks and your, and the tripod and your extender. And, and I want to say that's probably a newer case, N-E-E-W-E-R. I'm going to call that wgan.info forward slash 28. Uh, I'll call it my tripod case. Uh, I have it in the trunk. I always keep it with me. I always try to keep stuff that I don't have to bring in the house, just in, in the car. Uh, and, it, you know, you can carry a tripod separately but it just looks way more professional when you show up in this nice case and you got your rollerboard and you got your tripods all, you know, you're not carrying this, like all this odd pieces of gear. It just fits into two things and you're, you're done. Um, so uh, that's what I had on case. Did you have any other comment on, on cases that you wanted to talk about or? Uh, actually, I mean, just for other little stuff, I want to actually, show this this is actually from harbor freight um and this same case is also on amazon under different uh different manufacturers uh different brand names it's all the same case but um these ones they're inex they're pretty inexpensive this one's about like 45 bucks is it h-a-r-b-o-r yes harbor freight tools harbor freight's a big nationwide chain Okay. Uh, like Ace Hardware. All right. So, so we'll call that WGAN.info29 and I'll get the link for, for that. And then I imagine on Amazon, it's got a whole range of assortment of stuff. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, you didn't mention this. I'm going to mention this. These are blue shoe uh, disposable booties yeah. uh, and uh, WGAN.info forward slash 18. A hundred of them are $24. I swear by these. Do you use this when you shoot? Actually, uh, my wife just bought us uh, a package of uh, like booties that are uh, very sturdy and they're washable. Uh, and that, uh, you know, so I've got those in my car now. I haven't used them yet. Okay. So I'm going to call those 30 WGIN.info forward slash 30 Kevin's booties. Not Kevin's booty, but Kevin's booties. Yes. And uh, either way, whether you get some that are disposable or not disposable, I'll tell you, if you show up, there's two reasons to have these things. First is not to mess up somebody's house. And second, uh, you'll just impress your clients to no end that you actually care enough to put these shoe covers on. And mm -hmm. the third benefit is when you buy a box of 100 and you have vendors that come to service your house, you can put them by the front door because they for, they don't they don't they should be bring, bringing them when they come into the house that they're not yeah coming in with with booty so I I, I use them and 
even for people that visit our home uh, to, to service, to do service. Um, and and uh, anyway, I, I mean, I, 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 I shot a historic site wearing these and just that fact alone that I had respect for the historic site meant that the, uh, the gatekeeper of that particular site gave me additional access to places that nobody goes. And that was only because I was wearing these, these booties. I highly recommend it. Um, let's see, Th this is probably silly. A large binder box of 24, wgan.info forward slash 19, seven bucks. Why uh, pinning back curtains? So you, you got the, the door open and- right wind and the curtains are fluttering you, do you does that ever happen to you and absolutely you, yeah 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 <clears throat> and i i think the the last item i had uh it might be silly to to mention this you know because we're talking about top 10 gear and accessories for matterport pros why would i you know bring up the matterport uh axis in this conversation i just want to say you know, if you're if you're right at the beginning of your journey and you don't have a Matterport Pro 2 3D camera and you're looking for training wheels to get started, you know, you might do one or two or five scans with this just to see, you know, do you like the process of scanning? <clears throat> I, I will tell you, if you're going to make a, a living and you're running a business, this is, this is not, in my opinion, it's not the solution for that, but I think it's really good training wheels to get started with Matterport. So that would be my two cents on it. We did an entire WGA and TV Live at Five show with two other Matterport pros talking about the Matterport access rotator for your smartphone. Uh, Kevin, we started out saying we were going to do top 10 gear and accessories for Matterport Pros. We actually hit 30 uh, that we've talked about today. Uh, is there any other gear or accessory that we haven't talked about that you have that you use that you really are excited about? We should just make sure we talk about it. Another handy thing to throw in your car. Uh, put, 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 plug it into the cigarette lighter and you can recharge if you're someplace without power that's unusual but you could do a house where the power's off and you can recharge stuff with one of these and they're cheap they're only about 30 bucks something 30 dollars like or less uh i have one i I'm, and i'll tell you why i love that item because we 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 put that in in the i don't know what you call this some box it's 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 the identical one. That's what we have. It, it's it's it sits between it, uh, my wife and I in our car, plugged into the cigarette lighter that's in the, some kind of compartment box, and uh, it's not only been great in terms of like if you need Matterport, but we've we've had we've drive together where one or the other has had to have been on a laptop, mm, yeah. and. And you can plug in the laptop and you can be charging two smartphones at the same time. I, was there an, another connector that was on that? I don't remember. This, one, were, has two, the two, this one has two Edison plugs and two uh, USB A's. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, is, an, this is an awesome box. Uh, we're calling that WGAN.info forward slash 31. It's, a, it's probably about 30 bucks. Uh, it'll save your life at some point when you forgot to charge your Matterport Pro 
3D camera and you're driving to, or it's lunchtime and there's no other power, or, you know. I, 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 you know, I shouldn't say that because the Matterport Pro 2 3D cameras you pointed out, it lasts and lasts well beyond 10, 12 right. hours. It's a workhorse. Um, but you likely have an iPad and a, and a couple smartphones. And it's a great thing for charging. Anything else? Well, we, we also use that because we do drone work. Eric and I are both FAA certified drone pilots. And we have, between us, we have five drones now. And the drones, uh, on the average drone, we've probably got three or four batteries. Uh, but those each will take flight for anything between 15 to 20 minutes or something like that. You might, if you have a long, lot of, lot of drone use, then you want to recharge those drone batteries. And uh, that charger is what we've got for that. So we can do it from the car, even out on location someplace. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I think we'll, we'll wind it up there. Uh, uh, Kevin, Eric, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you You're for welcome. having us. Yeah. We've been visiting with uh, Kevin Dole, he's a founder, owner, creator, content creator, uh, virtual services consultant, home3d.us. And we've been also visiting with Eric Dole, photographer, home3d.us. Uh, uh, Kevin, Eric, and his, uh, their colleague, Greg, are located in the greater Los Angeles area. Uh, been tremendous resource on WGAN-TV Live at 5 in the We Get Around Network forum, WGAN forum. So again, Eric, uh, Kevin, thanks, thanks so much. Uh, and uh, I'm Dan Smegrad, founder of the We Get Around Network forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV Live at 5.